You are listening to a recording provided for the use of the blind and printing pair. Materials or items read on Airs LA are the copyright property of the original authors and publishers. No unauthorized use or duplication is permitted. Hello, I'm Don Leary. Welcome to this podcast of articles from Women's Health, a presentation of Airs LA. Today's article is by Jessica Migala from the March 2022 edition. Conquer your therapy hurdles. Sometimes you go to a therapist to grow, only to feel as if you're backsliding. But surprise, you're actually making leaps and bounds. Address these challenges head on, then rock your progress. Now that you've been in therapy for a bit, or hey, maybe you're just starting, or simply thinking about it, virtual high five, you may be struck by a eureka moment. It's hard growing into the person you want to be. Scratch that. It's more often than not a wade through the muck, cry a bucket of tears on the regular type of experience. The reality is, you may not be properly prepared for the grin and bear it parts of therapy because we don't talk about them as much. Like wondering who you'll be when you come out on the other side or struggling to vocalize why you're there in the first place or feeling as if you've been smacked in the face with a wet fish by the time the hour is over. Normal. It's all normal. Really. We chatted with top psychologists who explain what's going on when you're feeling all the feels about your journey and how to reset your course, no matter your beginning place. Buckle up. It's about to get real. Tough hurdle. I worry that therapy will change me. Sometimes the issue you're seeking help for actually benefits you, making it difficult to let go of. In psych speak, that's called secondary gains, says psychologist and WH advisor, Chloe Carmichael, PhD, author of Nervous Energy, Harness the Power of Your Anxiety. Say you have anxiety. Your secondary gains might be that you're always on time and prepared in advance. Pretty sweet. Another example, you have a fear of commitment, but the secondary gain is that you don't have to address your worry about abandonment, she says. All of that can make you resist change, even on the very issues you technically want to seek help for. Mindful Leap You get to keep the good. Consider what secondary gains you'd like to retain. Then you can brainstorm with your therapist ways to keep those benefits while reining in the negative behaviors or thought patterns. If you're trying to avoid alcohol, that might look like signing up for a post-work run club that meets a couple of days a week instead of hitting happy hour at the local pub as your form of socializing. The need to connect with others equal totally healthy. It wouldn't be helpful or effective to sit home by yourself instead. Write out these options on your own or ask your therapist 
to help you come up with creative ones and flag them as talking points to check in about at the start of each session. Then you can refine what works and helps you stay true to yourself. People are more receptive to interventions if I can first assure them that we're not going to change or get rid of a healthy part of themselves, says Carmichael. Tough hurdle. I'm having a hard time truly opening up. Going to therapy isn't like jotting down thoughts in a journal, says neuropsychologist Sanam Hafiz, PSYD, director of Comprehend the Mind in New York City. It's an interaction with a fellow human who has their own personality. That means it's natural not to be an open book at first. Will she find you boring? Think you're a bad person? And something interesting happens as you establish a rapport. Honesty, honestly, doesn't get easier. To explain, you, ideally, begin to like your therapist. This positive relationship is necessary for positive change. So when we respect someone, we don't want them to think poorly of us, Hafiz says. It's almost no surprise then that 93% of survey respondents said they've outright lied to their therapist, even pretending sessions were effective, people-pleasing at its best, according to research. Mindful Leap Start small and ease in. Of course you can't grow if the session consists of surface-level chit-chat. Initially, share pieces of yourself and reflect on how you feel when you disclose the tidbits. You can also jumpstart the convo with, There's something I've been holding off on, and I don't know how you'll react, says Hafiz. Your talk might even skew toward the underlying reason you fear being judged, and you may find this foundational work more impactful than the issue you were nervous about. It's also okay to avoid sharing a specific story and instead focus on the emotions surrounding it. Tough hurdle. The sessions are making me feel not great. You've seen people posting post-session tear-stained cheeks on Instagram, so you know you're not alone when Sometimes, you leave therapy and need to get in a good ugly cry. The process of therapy contains many ups and downs, says clinical psychologist Sabrina Romanoff, PSYD, a professor at Yeshiva University. During the initial visits, you might feel a giant sense of relief as you unburden yourself of what's bothering you, she says, and you may feel hopeful about the future. But the nature of the process asks you to take a deeper dive into problems that feel more complex, difficult to untangle, and painful. Mindful Leap Embrace discomfort as part of the journey. When therapy starts to trigger grief, it's common to want to pull back or even quit because, wait, I'm supposed to feel better, right? This is a pivotal point in treatment where the ache of insights drives some to consider ending therapy, says Romanoff. But the perseverance to push through 
really pays off because relief is usually the next step, she says. Change and growth, the exact stuff you're looking for, come only by trudging through icky feelings. More reassurance. It's a sign that the work is happening, says Romanoff. If you feel unsteady, ask for help finding your sea legs. Ideally, your therapist will proactively save time at the end for this. And try not to, say, head directly into a work Zoom meeting right after. Create a buffer. Breezy walk outside to help you metabolize the content. Consider new revelations and transition into new tasks. Caption. Get the most out of profesh help. Best practices to make every minute of your appointment count. Note. Hot moments during the week. These are the times you noticed intense emotion. Question your perception of a situation or something you'd like to gain more clarity about, says clinical psychologist Sabrina Romanoff, PSYD. Bring up the must-cover events at the start. Go anyway. Let's say your notes app is rather sparse this week. It's those sessions that create more space to explore areas you're unconsciously avoiding, Romanoff says. So don't cancel or worry that there will be radio silence. Express yourself. You're not going to love every suggestion from your therapist. At some point, you might question whether you're a good match. Be open. Speak about your frustration with your therapy to reach a greater level of understanding and improve the treatment, says Romanoff. Change if needed. It can take time to find your perfect fit, no doubt. And it's okay to move on if the therapist ultimately doesn't feel right for you, says neuropsychologist Sanam Hafiz, PSYD. Working with the wrong person will not do anyone any favors. You want someone who can help you grow. That brings us to the end of today's article. Conquer your therapy hurdles. If you'd like to find out more about Airs LA and the types of programs we offer, follow us by clicking on any of the social media links at the top of our web pages. If you like what you see or hear, please click that button. This podcast is for the sole use of our blind, low vision, and print-impaired listeners. Any unauthorized use is prohibited. I'm Don Leary, and I'll be back soon with another article. Thank you for listening.